I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the fit of a switch. Party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up Party, party, let's get lit Let's get lit, 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 lit Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. TikTok video. I just got done making one. Um, there's this challenge, I guess, that's going on. I don't know if it's called the condom challenge. You know, like the condom challenge where people put the condoms over their their head and shit and see if it rips and shit. Well, there's been a new challenge that I've been, you know, scrolling through occasionally when I do get on TikTok. Um, 
seeing like the challenges and shit. So I seen this other challenge earlier. I've been seeing it probably about for a couple of days now. Uh, you literally you just put the condom over like the soda can or the the Red Bull can without it ripping and shit. So I was just like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, just had to try that and. You know, my ass put it on my TikTok and stuff because not only, ladies and gentlemen, are we are we an entertainer, we're obviously like I said, a social media influencer too. And we can make if I can make some good podcasts, if I can make some good TikToks and um, spread the entertainment that way, that's exactly what we're doing. You know, it's all part of the the social media. You know what I mean? As a podcaster, as an entertainer, as an influencer, that's my goal, and uh, that's something I like to do. So, you know, of course, I'd like people to see it. Obviously, I need to do more videos, put more content and stuff like that. We did have the OnlyFans up for exclusive content for the podcast and stuff, but I can't. For some reason, can't sign in, nor do I remember all the 50,000, which whatever 50,000 passcodes I have in my head and um, couldn't put, put, put it together. So, but anyways, guys, welcome back to Kicking It With The King. It's good to be back here um, on a Friday. It's been fucking hot the last two days, but uh, yesterday I was able to go on a little mini vacation going in the water. And let me tell you, man, that water over there is cold as fuck. So we went to like, kind of like where the I don't know what they call it, it's like a roundabout, but it's like, it goes to, uh, like, I think it goes up to the mountains and stuff, so it's kind of like, essentially, like, mountain water, in a way, so it felt ice cold, so I didn't go, and I wasn't swimming around as much as I, um, as I could have, but I did have a, a good amount of fun there, so, uh, I did a little bit of that on top of uh, my class previously the day before, so uh, we're in that class for about six more weeks. Um, on top of that, um, yeah, I've just been relaxed, and uh, I bought myself a bottle of Howler Head. Am I saying this right? How I can't say it right. Howler Head. All right, I bought myself a bottle of Howler Head the other day, and let me tell you, man, that Howler Head whiskey that Dana White's pushing, that's an official sponsor of the UFC, let me just tell you, at the, off the top, that shit is absolutely strong, man, let me just tell you, man, oh, there's some weed in here, actually, still, have you ever pull up your weed jar, and there's still a little bit of uh, remnants still in there, that's, like, exactly what I did here, we'll have a grinder or two, but, um, I have a little bit of weed left, wow, this is enough for, like, a, a full pipe load. Like, are you guys a fan of, like, blunts and joints? If you're not a fan of blunts and joints, then you don't know what I'm talking about. But me, myself, throughout the years that I have consumed marijuana, I've also liked to, um... I also like to, um, have different kinds of pipes and different shapes and sizes and different, like, cool-ass pipes and cool shit to smoke out of and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's all about you consuming what you're smoking, but not so much the style of how you're smoking it, you know what I mean? As long as you're able to smoke. What the fuck is this thing popping up on my feed? Drug-resistant superbug fungus spread in US, U.S. cities, two of them. This is today, uh, via... CBS news so what the fuck is this hey Siri 
Can you read this article for me? There's nothing to read. Bitch, are you stupid? She doesn't. She used to read back in the day, but it says outbreaks of a drug-resistant superbug fungus spreads into two United States cities. A CDC report. You know the CDC, the great and famous CDC Center of Disease Control. You know all the motherfuckers that are handling the coronavirus and all the regulations that people and states have to abide by. That's who the CDC is. So it says outbreaks of a drug-resistant superbug fungus spread among patients in hospitals and long-term care facilities in Texas and Washington, D.C. The Center of Disease Control Prevention reported Thursday the fungus Canidia, wait, Canidia auris preys on people with weak immune systems. Ugh. That's inconvenient. First, Corona uh, targets people with weak immune systems. Now, the second drug, superbug fungus. I don't have a weak immune system. I can tell you that right now. The CDC says the evidence suggests among these cases involved person-to-person transmission, which would be first for the U.S., the clusters in the two cities appear to be unrelated to each other, the report said. The 30-day mortality rate in both outbreaks combined was 30%, although other health conditions may have played a role. Like I said, with the coronavirus, if you have underlining health conditions, if you've had massive health problems, maybe diabetes, maybe you just have health problems in general, it was meant to target people with immune system. I mean, unfortunately, it's not meant to target, but it, it did go after people with lots of bad immune systems and stuff like that but let's continue this let's scroll down a little bit um of 101 cases of the fungus identified in washington dc from april to uh january to april 2021 three were isolated as it being resistant to all three major cases so um what is this so uh, fungi, well, fungus, what is this? So I'm going to look it up, uh, drug-resistant fungus. I want to look that, I didn't know what that is. Drug, wait, drug resistant fungus. Google that, Google that for me. Um, All right. Um, I mean, I don't want to go directly to their website, but this is probably the best case. Um, yeah, so the U.S. sees two cases. This is news. Um, the CD, CBS News reported this four hours ago, while Stat News reported this yesterday. Just depends on who gets the news first. But could this be a potential breakout for another worldwide pandemic? I don't know. It's too early to say. We're not. I'm not a scientist. I don't sit here and talk about science-related shit unless it, I have some sort of input. But we can only go off what we see. Mm. Well, let's go to the CDC website so we can kind of see a little bit of what we're getting ourselves into. Mm. Why is Canidia oris a problem? Auris. I don't know how to pronounce that. A-U-R-I-S. If you're listening to this, pronounce that. A-U-R-I-S. Here's the uh, PDF file if you want to download the PDF file from the um, 
Center of the Disease Control. It says it causes serious infections, and auris can cause bloodstream infections and even death, particularly in hospitals and nursing home patients with serious medical problems. More than one in three patients with evasive C. auris infection, for example, an infection that affects the blood, heart, or brain, die. It's often resistant to medicines. Antifungal medicines commonly used to treat candida infections often don't work for this. Um, it's becoming more common. Although ORIS was discovered in 2009, it has spread quickly and caused infections in a dozen countries. It's still rare in the United States. People who get evasive candida infections are often already sick from other medical conditions, so it can be difficult to know if you have CRS infection. The most common symptoms of evasive candida infection are fever and chills that don't improve after antibiotic treatment for suspected bacterial infection. Only a laboratory test can diagnose CRS infection. Talk to your local healthcare provider if you believe you have a fungal or healthcare associated infection oh well i hope that i mean it's since it's been here since 2009 it's not something that came out of nowhere i mean like the coronavirus i mean that shit was out of freaking i mean it didn't come out of nowhere it just freaking affected the world in lots of different ways so uh that's kind of crazy i mean but anyways let's move along i don't know why i looked at that article any other breaking news here uh we do got the fights later on tonight um We've got uh, T.J. Dillashaw returning. We talked about that. He takes on Corey Sanhagen. That's going to be a great fight. I'm curious to see about the return of T.J. Um, they faced off earlier. The weigh-ins happened and all that, too. So we got a fight night tomorrow night on um, the ESPN, um, ESPN, ESPN Plus app. So uh, be sure to check that out. And since we are doing plugs and we didn't do them in the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, do follow us on social media, Twitter. We do Twitter, Instagram, both KWTKPod, um, as well as my Instagram. I have TikTok. I have Snapchat. I have all of the above, ladies and gentlemen. Follow me, uh, Real G the King underscore on Twitter and uh, G the King underscore official on Instagram. And you guys can follow me everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, like I said, follow our podcast, like, share, rate, review. My pipe is clogged, so we are going to resort to the Watermelon Z flavored Stizzy cartridge, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, yeah, so let's get into the fights. I just saw that thing on my article, and, uh, you know, I just really uh, was interested to read about it. And, uh, yeah, now we can get into what we originally were going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. So, TJ Dillashaw returns against Corey Sanhagen tomorrow. Corey's on a hot streak. He's had those two knockouts over um, Frankie Edgar and Marlon Marais back-to-back, and there's only real slip-up. Like I said, we talked about this last week with the, the amount of time in between losses for both men. I mean, losing for both men is not something that they're used to. So, it's going to be interesting. I think Corey's a lot bigger and uh, just a lot taller and stuff than than TJ, so I, I could see where Corey has a lot of the advantages and a, a lot in the power too, because he has that kind of awkward movement as well. And you know, if you remember um, Dominic Cruz, Dominic Cruz had that um, awkward movement, and and TJ was accused of 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 taking Dominic's style for the longest time. And now I feel like Corey Sanhagen's. Uh, kind of like a upgraded version of uh, 
you know, TJ in a way, but, you know, he's a lot different in a way. I mean, he's unorthodox, and, you know, he's always moving, and he's very calculated, and, you know, just the way that he reads things versus a lot of other people is quite different, and you just can't sleep on Corey Sanhagen, man. If TJ Dillashaw is able to go in there and beat him, that really firmly establishes him as a, a top contender in that division, and uh, we know 135 is stacked, so we know that there's going to be a lot of title fights and, and a lot of big fights in the near future, excuse me, for one TJ Dillashaw, if he is able to get a win over Corey Sanhagen, for sure. I mean, it's a stacked, uh, it's a stacked division. There's a couple of fights that need to happen still, and obviously, like I said, with the Aljamain Sterling, um, Peter Yan having a fight again for the second time. We don't know where that fits in. We don't know where Dominic Cruz is at. I mean, we like I said, we got Peter Yan. We got the top of the division, man. We've got the absolute top of the division. So I'm going to pull up the UFC rank, bantamweight rankings because we are absolutely stacked from top to bottom. And speaking of uh, bantamweights from top to bottom, then like I said, we got number one, Peter Yan. Uh, number two, Corey Sanhagen's number two. So TJ Dillashaw's unranked. So if he gets a win over Corey Sanhagen, not only will he take Corey's ranking, he will have a huge case to potentially be next after... Um, Whoever is next, Peter Yan. If Corey Sanhagen has an amazing performance, do I think he deserves a title shot? I mean, I mean, just the way he lost to Aljamain, I just, I mean, I think it's different now. I mean, it's it's weird because, like, it was a little slip up. Like, he slipped, like, in a way. Like, you know, he let Aljamain get his back, and Aljamain's an anaconda when he latches on to you. And, uh, you know, uh, that proved to be a real unfortunate uh, thing for uh, Sanhagen. But other than that, he hasn't lost. You haven't really seen him. His only other loss was 2017. Same thing with TJ. TJ really hadn't lost other other than the, the fight to Cejudo and the, the fight to Dominic Cruz, which was very close. And then the only other close fight TJ had was a Sun Sal the first time back in the day. So, you know, like I said, 135 is wide open. I mean, you got, like I said, Sanhagen, and number three is Rob Font, Aldo, and number four, Cody Garbrandt, and number five, Marlon Marais, six, Edgar, seven, Pedro Munoz, eight, Dominic Cruz, nine, Marab Dervalishvili, and number 10. But yeah, we got a lot of. Uh, uh, Names, uh, Vera, Marlon Vera at number 13, but, you know, when we fit TJ Dillashaw in, TJ Dillashaw is part of that division, and he was the champion before, uh, he got suspended, unfortunately, and, um, you know, we, it was still one of those things that we wanted to see, we didn't want to see TJ beaten up on, uh, you know, Barrow twice, or, he, you know, he beat up on, you know, Garbrandt twice, but, you know, you haven't really seen him too active because he's been suspended, but we get an opportunity to see him, and um, I think he matches up very well with Corey. I think they're very, uh, very uh, calculated, and, and they move a lot, and they're very, uh, but, you know, Corey's just so much bigger, but they're both moving very, uh, you know, um, they're both very moving. Um... But, I mean, TJ, like I said, he hasn't fought 
in about two years. I mean, the last time he fought was a Henry Cejudo fight, and uh, unfortunate for him, he lost in that one too. So, uh, oh, he came up short early in that one. Um, and 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 uh, what is it called? In under a minute, I do believe. I do believe like under forty seconds as well too. So, um, that's just. I mean, it's unbelievable, but. Um, I mean, as much weight as, as TJ was sucking down at the time, dude, it was just like, that seems almost impossible for him as big as he is to make a run at 125. And not, not only did that happen, it was the worst performance of his career and he ended up losing by stoppage in the first round. So, uh, maybe a little hiccup, if anything, he shouldn't have tried that. I mean, if he hadn't tried to drop down to 125 he might still be active but uh shoulda coulda woulda and you know things happen you can't dwell on the past and i'm sure tj's had a long time to think about this but you know he also has time to train and has had time to improve um heal up from some injuries i've heard and you know just overall get better and um you know he has an opportunity to train and um, I don't know what he's done, but it seems like he stayed in great shape, and uh, here we go, and now we're going to see him back, and it's going to be interesting to see, because if, if TJ comes in and beats Corey Sanhagen, that's truly going to let you know that, uh, that's going to let you know that he really has been one of the best bantamweights in the world, and you can call him a cheater and all that, but he not only uh, uh, admitted to doing that because of his... Uh, because of his desire to get down to 125 pounds. You know what I mean? There's no shame in that, unfortunately. I mean, he did cheat. Cheating's uh, against the, the, obviously against the rules, and you can't do that. So he paid the price ultimately, but, you know, it could potentially be a blessing in disguise. We will never know. We will do a post-show, and we'll talk about everything that's going to go down uh, tomorrow and uh You know what I mean? It just it just depends on what's going on. Let's check out the face-off. Let's check out the, the face-off they had off earlier. Corey's so much bigger. Corey's 5'11". Corey's taller than I am, I believe. Here's a, a couple of the main cards. This is a... Oh, they're not doing no official weigh-in, or... Where is this at the apex? Um, next, a women's flyweight 14th ranked Macy Barber takes on 13th ranked Miranda Maverick. They all look so sucked down at weigh-ins, man. Goodness gosh, I would ha I would hate to have to cut that kind of weight, man. I'm not. I, I mean, I just don't see myself cutting weight like that, man. I I don't ever. I don't. I, I'm in the business of that girl. Looks like a man. That girl on the left looks like a man, bro. Um, but I don't, I don't see myself, I don't see myself cutting weight ever, man. It's unhealthy. It's it kills your body. I mean, if there's any shit that I do already that's bad in my body, I don't want weight cut, weight cutting to be a thing that I have to deal with as well. I mean, if I'm fighting someone, I'm fighting at my natural weight or fighting under my natural weight. I mean, I'll lose weight and stuff and obviously get in good shape but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna kill myself to make a weight class 
and not get compensated for it, especially not in this day and age, and especially not if I'm getting no big money fight contracts like that. I mean, I know, I know, I'm like on that last. Is that is that like the is that like the little featherweight Masvidal? <laughs> oh, he looks like Jesus kind. He has long hair. Who is this guy? I want to see that. I want to see DJ TJ Dillashaw, not these punks. There we go. Here we go. TJ Dillashaw. And TJ looks in good shape. It's been a while. I had a room. Chael Sonnen tried to say that uh, Sanhagen beat up TJ Dillashaw and, and hard sparring. I guess it's Brendan Fitzgerald. I don't know who else is a... Achoo! Woo! Corona. All over my hand. No, it's going to be a great fight, though. I'm excited for it. I mean, story-wise, I think it would be it'd be kind of cool to see what TJ uh, Dillashaw could do in that division in 2021-2022. So I think a big win over um, Sanhagen would be big. However, I'm not betting on uh, um, TJ, no, I'm betting on Sanhagen, not because of TJ's last fight, but you can you can also make the argument and sit here and say that you're only as good as your last fight, right? I'm not going to sit here and say that, but I can say that in a way. You just can't sleep on Corey Sanhagen, but hey, if he gets the job done, he will convince me that, you know, he is for real, and uh be interesting to see Aljamain Sterling, uh, return and, and and see the division continue to move forward because I think that that division is a very exciting division and it's a very fun division and I think there's a lot of matchups to be made and I think uh the, the UFC can put together some really good fights before this year is up and uh, it's been a very eventful year lots of stuff has happened lots of breakthrough performances and and we still got a handful a big ass fucking handful of breakthrough performances still to see in the future and uh that's going to be exciting and it all starts with tomorrow night it's one of those fights that fight cards i mean last week's fights were all right but this fight this fight card's pretty uh, a pretty good one from i mean it's not it's not a, a a super exciting fight card i'm probably just more excited for the tj dillshaw and a sad hagen fight personally i'm very invested in it and um i think overall it'll be a, a fantastic fight and, uh, you know, like I said, I say a winner gets a title shot. I mean, Peter Yan, unfortunately, cheated. I mean, he knows knows exactly what he did. And, you know, I guess if the rules don't matter and you lose your status as a Bantamweight champion, you are you seem to be a fucking idiot. I mean, why the fuck would Peter Yan do that? I mean, no one lived through the knee. His corner was talking. I mean, it, it all happened in the corner. And, um, you know what I mean? So it's like his corner was saying throw the knee and, and translated it. And it was translated to English. And it said throw the knee and he threw the fucking knee. And I, I mean, I think, didn't this corner say some shit? Like, yeah. So he threw the fucking knee at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, it cost him his belt. And he could have easily been on the way to winning... His, uh, what's it called? His, uh, his title fight with Aljamain Sterling. Even though Aljamain Sterling started that fight off and looked good, he looked really good. He's picking him apart. He's landing all these, uh, a lot of these nasty kicks and, and punches and stuff like that. And, um, 
No, he started off good, and you know, I I think it'll be an interesting fight, regardless. Like they said, um, for TJ and and Tanhagen, but you know, it's kind of weird to see what happened with Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan, and have Aljamain Sterling being the champion right now, and when. when it, when something happened like that, the way that it happened, you know what I mean? So it's just different for me, but, uh, this band and weight action can really, uh, get the division moving here tomorrow. So we'll be excited to see what happens with that. Uh, what other fight news do we got here? I mean, we do got that bare knuckle, uh, boxing card later on tonight. Um, uh, that's the one, <laughs> the only fight I'm thinking about right now is the blue face and the King Trujillo fight. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know who Kane Trujillo was before this. I mean, I look at some of his, uh, his, um, tweets and stuff, not his tweets, but his, uh, TikToks. I guess, I mean, they're all right. I mean, it's a pretty interesting looking character, very interesting, small, very small guy. He's a boxing blue face. Here's one. My followers, 190k, taking on Blueface, baby, that's kind of crazy though, I mean, I really, I don't know if Blueface can even fight, you know what I'm talking about, wait, so when, when does the actual, when does the actual fight card start? So Rochelle Ostevich and Paige Van Zandt, but we had the blue face fight too, the platform showdown, but they don't have you, they're not able to bet on the, um, not able to bet on the other fights, but these ones you can, uh. oh, but yeah, they're, they're the Friday night lineup, okay, here we go, so we got Paige Van Zandt, Rochelle Ostevich tonight, uh, all right, tomorrow, I think it's today or tomorrow. Oh, no, tonight, tonight, it's tonight. Arnold Adams versus Michael Terrell. Britton Hart versus Jenny Savage. Taylor Starling versus Cassie Robb. Abinella Velasquez versus Gian Herrera. Terry Janowski versus Richard Karsten. Joshua Skies, Tony Sato. I don't know who any of these people are, but um, tonight's the night to get to know who some of these people are. Then we got Blueface. Versus Kane Trujillo. There we go. I mean, I don't really know. I just know a lot of people like Blueface, so we're gonna see a we're gonna see a a Blueface uh, fight later on tonight. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Other than that, really, I don't have any other like uh, any other fights that I'm thinking about. Is there any other fights right now that I'm thinking about like that really could? Uh, get people excited like what's a big fight that's coming up like i haven't really even sat there and thought about it you know i mean i mean we got other than uh, august 21st we got kelvin gaslam returning uh to middleweight to take on well he's been at middleweight what am i talking about he's going to be fighting uh, against jared cannonier that's coming up uh, let's take a look at some of these i feel like i'm sleeping on some of these uh the action that's coming up um so we got dillashaw versus sam hagan uh, tomorrow night, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time, um, and then we got, uh, the, the following week, we've got Uriah Hall taking on Sean Strickland in the main event, really, 
underwhelming main event, and then uh, a, a week later, or so after that, we got Derek Lewis taking on Cyril Gann for the interim UFC heavyweight title, and then obviously, like I said, Cannonier and Gaslam, uh, August 21st, and then uh, September 25th, we got the title fight with Volkanovski and our, our, our Ortega, so from August 21st, we don't have any other fight cards until... Uh, uh, September 25th. So, speaking of Volkanovski versus Ortega, there is a fight on there that I wanted to talk about. I mean, it's, it's an exciting fight that uh, a lot of people were blindsided by. We we, were, we talked about it for a while. Um, but we got the return of Stockton's own Nick Diaz, but we've got Nate Diaz over the years, and I mean, we we we've got him for a while, and we you know with a couple Connor fights and the the Masvidal fight and the Leon Edwards fight, but we haven't got Nick Diaz since 2015. Now we get Nick Diaz against Robbie Lawler at welterweight five rounder. The only other fight other than Nate Diaz's fight with Leon Edwards that was a non-title fight five round. Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. I mean, let's take a look at Robbie Lawler's Wikipedia. Like I said, I think we we talked about this uh, like um, last or a couple weeks ago or something like that. No, the first time we had a rival of a. Uh, so Robbie Lawler's lost four in a row, and we can go to Nick Diaz. So Robbie Lawler's lost to Dos Anjos, Ben Askren, uh, Colby Covington, and then uh, Neil Magny, which was last year in 2020. So um. Here we go. A rematch against Nick Diaz. Another, another fight in which he lost. Um, Diaz. Diaz's last fight was against Anderson Silva. Then before that, he uh, lost against uh, George St. Pierre 2013. And then lost to Carlos Condit. But um, that was a ESC-143. Goodness gracious. So, I mean, I remember having that poster up in my room. I remember when I used to think the world was going to end in 2012, you know what I mean? I didn't like Carlos Condit back then. I don't know why. I just didn't know who he was. Um, so Diaz tested positive for marijuana back in 2012. Um, before that, he put a beat down on BJ Penn, uh, a person I've actually uh, been calling out to. Obviously, like I said, if you listen to that last episode... I mean, I, I'm I'm very close to Nick Diaz's gym and uh, could use some pointers, too, for myself. But we're not talking about myself. I mean, like I said, BJ, if you're listening, take the motherfucking offer, man. Don't, don't be scared. On the next platform showdown, let me have my uh, platform showdown debut and taking on the great BJ Penn and Bare Knuckle. You can have gloves. You don't have to have gloves. Uh, open weight, whatever it is, man, I'm gonna take your fucking head off, that's for damn sure, people think I'm joking when it, when it comes to calling out BJ Penn, but we're not here to talk about my call out over BJ Penn and stuff like that, because, you know, obviously, if it comes together, it comes together, if not, I can box the head off someone else, if need be, I don't know, I don't care who it is or, or when, I just know that when that time comes, I want to box the head off of me. I want to start at least in 2022. If not BJ Penn, if I'm not bouncing his head off the canvas, I want to bounce someone's other. I want to bounce someone other motherfucker's head, some other unlucky ass motherfucker's head off the canvas. But anyways, back to what we we're saying. So Diaz hasn't won um, a fight since uh, 2011. 
His last win over BJ Penn. Um, I do believe Anderson Silva won that fight. Yeah, Anderson Silva won that fight. So he's lost three in a row. And that's the first time he's ever lost three. Well, the second time in his career that he lost three in a row. The first time was back in 20, or excuse me, in, 20, in 2005 when he lost uh, Diego Sanchez, then Joe Riggs, then uh, Sean Shirk. Was that when the whole big brawl happened and stuff too? So. Uh, yeah, Diaz hasn't really been as active lately. I mean, 2015, that was a long-ass time ago. So, I mean, the fact that Robbie Lawler is facing four losses in a row, it, it makes this fight perfect. Diaz is three losses, Robbie's on four losses. But the winner, obviously, like I said, uh, it'll be interesting because, like I said, what, what better fight for them to put together other than this fight? I mean, Robbie Lawler is a good fight. I mean, he's one of those guys at any time... You fight against him, regardless of what you think about uh, his style, or if he's washed up, or if you think he's not the same. He still brings it. And the first fight was crazy, too. I mean, let's look that fight up. What, should we watch that fight? Diaz versus Lawler 1. How long did it last? Was It, it was like one round or two rounds. So here we go. You see, damn, that was in two thousand and four, bro. That shit's crazy, bro. You ready? You ready? Bring it off! Come on. Lawler and Diaz welterweights are underway. Nick Diaz coming out with a hopping sidekick. Will Diaz try to work the legs of Robbie Lawler? You know, the word from Caesar Gracie's camp is that Nick Diaz has some really great strikes. He's much improved, and he's only a 20-year-old kid, too. It's very unusual for Robbie Lawler to be the older guy in the ring. Oh, he's taunting him a bit. Look at this. Wow. He's got the center of the ring. I didn't expect this at all. Not at all. This is such a long fight. This is so long ago. He really doesn't like to warm up. He likes to just come out and fight. And uh, that is actually uh, expected that that is the cause of some of his injuries, like maybe that hip injury to Pete Sproul. Yeah, I'm just slugging it. I mean, they're gonna slug, man. This is gonna be a fucking banger. Be an exciting fight for sure nowadays. And Robbie Lawler's won a UFC belt and shit. Oh, Robbie's got him hurt. He rocked him, man. So Robbie, Robbie can rock, Nick. That's for sure, man. Look at this. Look, you look at the first fight, man. Robbie rock, rock Nick Diaz, man. He can rock him in this fight too. Very winnable fight for Nick. Very winnable fight for Robbie. I mean, don't sleep on Robbie. Robbie could easily beat Nick Diaz in this one. I mean, he got caught. Robbie got caught. But, interesting. And Diaz has power, too. He's fought a lot, too. He's also won a belt. Not a UFC belt, but he has won a belt since their first meeting. I mean, great fight. Mike Goldberg sounded like he didn't hit puberty yet. Damn, dude, this is a wild ass fight, bro. No talking? 
I didn't know that that was a rule. Did you see the change in facial expression of Robbie Lawler? He got very angry, but you know what? When you're hurt and you're angry, you come in wide like that, you can get knocked out. This is what Nick Diaz was talking about before when he said... Nice left by Robbie. I mean, there's going to be a lot of differences in this fight, honestly, and I've been uh, interested to see what the differences in the uh, Lawler and Nick Diaz fight will be because of the fact that it was so long ago and there's so there's so much uh, more experience now. And I, I don't know what to expect, man. It's crazy to think that the last time they fought was in the UFC back in the day. And that's insane. And what makes this more crazy is because not only has it been a long-ass time since they fought, it's been a long time since we've seen Nick Diaz fight, so we're going to get a little bit of everything all together. We're going to see how Diaz, you know, how Diaz fares in the octagon. I mean, Robbie's been fairly active, and, you know, it's not like he was completely behind in the Diaz fight, but um, just curious to see what, what it's going to be like uh, in 2021. We're going to get Diaz and Lawler in 2021. Ooh, nasty right hand by Robbie. He throws a flying knee, just ferocious, running in on Nate, uh, Nick Diaz, trying to freaking take his head off. And he's always fucking dangerous, like Joe Rogan said, man. Bobby's slowing down a little bit. I think it's right here. fun fight man overall like i said i can't wait to see the the second one man it's gonna be so different um it's gonna be interesting to see what uh how either men uh fare in this next matchup so um moving along ladies and gentlemen from the fight night to breaking news I have been stuck on um, binge-watching the series on CBS, FBI, and FBI's Most Wanted. Like, every single episode is, uh, is uh, what's it called, 42 minutes long. So, I've been watching that, like, the past freaking, like, what is it? Yeah, probably, like, the past few weeks, bro, like... 
it's it's a good ass show. Let me just tell you, like the suspense and how they're gonna catch these fucking killers and all that. Like all that shit is so suspenseful. And I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, suspense and all that too. That's why that's why I like it. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's a really good show, man. I, I really really like it. I'm gonna log into Snapchat. You guys got Snapchat? Follow me on Snapchat if you do got it. And then we'll get on to fight picks, right? We got fight picks. Severely open-minded returns next week too, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to check that out. I can't wait for the next episode. We actually start writing the notes later on tonight. Bye. On ad. You guys want to see this is the this is the video I did. Look at that fucking look on my face. I'm failed. Since, since everyone else is trying this, I figure I might as well try. I want to I want to see what the uh, I posted this video on. Uh, I think I posted it on my. Uh, oh, it's on my other account. Never mind. I do believe, I don't, oh, I, I guess I didn't post it just yet, I, I thought I posted it. Mm. Damn, when's October? A new season, Friday, October 1st for SWAT. I can't wait for that one. It just popped up on the feed. That's why I brought it up. Um, so I just got off my two days in a row um, being off from work. So I return uh, later on today. So uh, like I said, uh, we're working night again. I'm more of a night owl though. So like I said, I don't, I don't mind it and stuff. So I returned to that, and uh, I was actually, I told my brother, I, uh, I was thinking about this, uh, I was like, I'm going to uh, buy a one mer one pair of my merch every single time I get paid, because I had uh, the Irish edition of Kicking It With The King, the that shirt, that was the one I wore to the water yesterday, and I actually, fortunately, was able to get wet in the water with that one too, so... Uh, it was pretty cool. So I did that. Um, I brought the original KWTK pod tees, but uh, we're working on getting backpacks, we're working on getting headphones, whatever else we need with our brand, man. We got to get our brand out, but we really want to start off with uh, with clothing for sure, man. I really, really want to uh, get uh, the clothing I want to go like where where the cheapest place would be, not the cheapest place, but the best place for, uh, best bang for your buck when it comes to designing your uh, apparel and stuff like that. You got to spend money to make money sometimes, and uh, that's perfectly all right because that's what life's all about. You know what I mean? So, um, 
anything else we got here on the show? Um, other than that, we've got to do fight picks for this uh, weekend's Sanhagen versus uh, Dillashaw fight card. And then uh, we'll, we'll touch up on some current events that's going on in the world. And then we'll see... Uh, what's going on and we'll and then we'll uh, we'll be on our way like i said without uh without it uh do, without our show uh like i said i don't know where we would be so be sure to follow us subscribe like share rate review uh we're available everywhere you get your shows ladies and gentlemen so we've only got one fight pick um made for the sanhagen dillashaw fight i do believe i picked Corey sanhagen to take out tj dillashaw in the first round are we gonna stay by it i don't know are we I'm going to go with Kyler Phillips. That's the guy I said looked like Jesus. Decision for Kyler Phillips. Miranda Maverick versus Macy Barber. I'm going to go with Miranda Maverick to beat her by decision. Um, Adrian Yens versus Randy Costa. I'm going to go with Randy Costa by decision. I don't really uh, have solid picks on these. I just really... Um, I, I'm interested, man, I'm interested, but it's not like the ultimate, uh, picks for me, I really only care about the, like, the, uh, what's it called, uh, who, who didn't I pick? So, I mean, we got UFC 265, too, uh, the picks that I didn't fully make, but... We're going to pick some of those when it gets a little closer. But um, anything else we got here on this episode uh, is kicking with the king. Like I said, severely open-minded. We start writing the notes later on. Right after the show, we will start writing the notes. And um, I'm going to start coming up with the next thing for episode 8, I do believe, of Severely Open-Minded. So tune in to that. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is it for us today. A little under an hour, but it's all right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to watch a couple more episodes of... I was going to say SWAT. I was like, I'm going to watch a couple more episodes of FBI. So, um, other than that, like I said, I'm going to make some more videos. I'm definitely going to try to get more clout. Definitely fishing for clout in a lot of ways, too. So, I mean, when it comes to podcasts and views and stuff, but on on, on all serious hand, when I, like, when I call BJ Penn out... Or I call anyone out for a fight or a boxing match or any of it. If it needs to be an MMA fight, it will. Kickboxing fight, it will. Um, boxing match, it will. Man, I'm, I ideally like a boxing match, and I think I do very, very well. So that's one thing uh, I don't need to have any clout or get clout for. I'll, it, it will just be something that I envisioned since day one. So it's there's no, uh, there's no reason I'm doing it behind it. You know, everything else I do is for my career, and, like, when I post stuff or say stuff online or, you know, have also have my show behind it and, and stuff like that, that's just one area of what I do, you know what I mean? I'm a man of multiple talents. I'm a man that does multiple things, not just one, you know, and you can't just stay the same. I mean, I can, obviously, I've been fighting since day one, I mean, getting a lot of fights, and I dedicated myself to the sport. On top of being entertaining, on top of being motivating, on top of, uh, you know, being very uh, smart and uh, woke on a lot of things that I need to be woke on and, and, and knowledgeable on all areas of different things that I find interesting in life. And it's a lot of different areas and stuff, you know what I mean? So it's all respect at the end of the day when I'm calling people out, like, 
I call DJ Penn out and all that. It's all respect, but at the end of the day, man, I'm on a quest. I'm on a journey to be great at everything that I seek to be great at. You know, I'm chasing my goals, chasing my dreams, and I'm not going to let anybody stand in the way of my fucking goals or my dreams because everything that I've put myself through, I've gotten here because of myself. So um, fuck anybody else that tries to get uh, through and um, try to get in the way of my goals and dreams. You shouldn't ever let anybody do that to you. So I don't, and that's the reason why I become successful, ladies and gentlemen. So um, without further ado, you guys appreciate you for joining us here on this episode of kicking it with the king uh you can follow me everywhere you uh like i said uh instagram twitter uh and obviously like i said um subscribe to our sister show as well if you're subscribed to this show you subscribe to our sister show but do check out um severely open-minded every single week on this very platform that we built from top to bottom ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode of Kicking It with the Motherfucking King and DJ, I believe it is your time to shine. We'll be out of here. We're out of here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you uh, later on this week for a brand new episode of Severely Open-Minded, ladies and gentlemen. DJ, it's all yours. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks. I come to party, trying to get lit, music the loudest, nigga, but hits. I come to party, trying to get lit, music the loudest, nigga, but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the switch. Party, trying to get lit, music the loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit, music the loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up Party, party, let's get lit Let's get lit, 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 lit Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air. If you're feeling real good, put your hands in the air. 
put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Bang. 